What is up, you guys? This is Michelle. And Mariana. And welcome back to another episode of In the Heat of Empowerment. This is a podcast where we express our thoughts on many topics surrounding our society and lives today. For this season, we will be talking about academics. And for this episode, we will be talking about our school goals. So for our society topic, we are going to be talking about why stereotyping is harmful. So me and Michelle have a lot of, I guess, experience with stereotyping because for her example, like she'll talk about hers. But mine personally is I'm like Hispanic. So Hispanics are stereotyped to like not be that smart, to be in the low on level classes, to not really care about anything, to have poor diets and whatever. And it can be harmful because sometimes it can bring people down or even if you compliment someone for being like, oh, you're like smart for a Hispanic or oh, you're kind of dumb for like an Asian, then that kind of brings down their self-esteem and it can really Mm -hmm. hurt someone, even though you may not mean it like you may like you may find it to be a compliment to say like you're smart for a Hispanic but at the same time I saw this Instagram post the other day that said that that's actually some sort like it's actually yeah yeah. and it can be a type of racism almost and I didn't really realize that until I read that post but that's all I had to say I think Michelle can go into better detail (laughs) no because like I feel like I I get stereotyped like super easily I feel like stereotyping like, I'm not saying, like, Asians are, like, really the one case that's, like, very stereotyped, but I feel like in our, like, district, and like, our high school that we both go to, I feel yeah. like it's kind of um, very, very competitive. Uptick. Yeah, very competitive, I would say. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, we're not going to go into too much detail about this, because, again, this is not what the whole episode is about, which, hashtag, we are on season two. I'm so yes. excited. So anyways, like going back to our society topic, uh, it's going to be later in our, I think like a few more seasons, but yeah, we're going to go into more depth about this, but I'm not going to give like too, too much of my thoughts on here, but yeah, like Mari said, stereotyping is kind of, it's dangerous. I would say it's very, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like it's such a human nature to stereotype people and I will admit that I have stereotyped people before, like, in, uh, and stuff like that. Like, I obviously, I don't, I don't want to be a person that I never stereotyped before. Like, I feel like it's human nature to look at someone and relate them to someone else. I just, I, I don't know. In my brain, it makes sense to say that because I, I definitely have, and I'm definitely guilty of it. And I've definitely been a victim of people who have stereotyped me. And it was coming to a point that I realized that, like, that's just, like, in our like era and like with social media and everything a lot of people are breaking those habits are breaking those stereotyping rules I would say and that makes sense like Mari for instance like just like how she said in previous episodes that like Hispanics are known to eat a lot of tortillas <laughs> for us it's rice I'm not going to say I'm not going to too much like depth about it I'm just going to go on to like the bare minimum like culture basically so like for us Asians we're rice for Hispanics, tortillas. And you go to that, if you go deeper, obviously it can go down to your economic, your financial class, your education, your 
diet, obviously. It goes on to so many more things that in the end, it's kind of just like why, like I've like Mari, for instance, is like one of one of these Hispanics that I feel like breaks the stereotyping rules. And I'm not saying that in a bad way at all. I'm saying that like when you break a stereotyping, it takes a lot of strength and a lot of like courage to do that. And for like for both of us, you would never have thought that we would start our own podcast. And definitely, I've when we started this podcast, I definitely had like. Not people criticize us, but people the question like, why would you waste your time? Why would you uh, learn SAT? Or why would you go to tutoring? Or why would you prepare for the next year or so? Or like go to college apps and stuff like that. You know, like, I just felt like that's really stereotyping because I feel like a lot of people think that like Asians are just study, 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 valedictorian, study, A plus, GPA high. And like, this is a very good topic to talk about with our episode and with our season because we are talking about academics and stuff. And I just want you guys to know that, like, it takes a lot of courage to step out of stereotyping to really learn what your passion is because not everyone's passions are going to be the same. And it's not your passion shouldn't line up with what your stereotype is. And I feel like a lot of people think, like, stereotyping is not harmful. It's not, it's nothing because it's really. I don't know how to explain. This is such a hard topic to talk about because I'm kind of just like, I don't know how to put it into words if that makes any sense. But what I'm trying to say is that stereotyping is harmful, just like the question has said. And I think it's harmful because people can break out of those habits. I'm not, just because I'm Asian doesn't mean I eat rice all the time, which I actually kind of don't because <laughs> I eat like uh, a lot of vegetables now. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not smart, but... I would say I'm on an average level where I feel, you know, happy where I am. I'm not going to diss myself and say that, like, oh, she's, I'm so dumb, like, compared to all the other Asians in my school. Like, you know what? I'm not going to bring myself down. I'm not going to bring myself to compare to other Asians in my school when I know I, obviously, I want to work up and get my goals higher, you know, my goals. But in the end, I'm just, like, I'm happy where I am. I could always look at the negative side and say, like, I'm um, I feel like for Mari though, like I feel like Hispanics are really looked down to say that they have low class jobs. Like, like I feel like a lot of I think it was like one of my classes last year. We were talking about jobs and we were talking about like Hispanics always having to do the hard labor, like construction work or, or like was it mowing the grass and stuff like that. But yeah. like, but I feel like that's so stereotypical. Like that's so. I know so many Hispanics because I work in a family business. I have met so many customers that have that have really high end jobs, honestly. And it doesn't matter what type of race you are or what type of ethnicity you are. Don't stereotype is kind of like you're you're this ethnicity. You only get this certain job. That's kind of what stereotyping is. It's kind of limiting your options. But the more you push out of those boundaries and the more you start to stand up for yourself and show everyone like this is where where I am this is what I want to be and you're not going to stop me is what sets you apart from what stereotyping is and I saw this one post from this one of the high schools that graduated from our school who's um an Asian and she was like I broke so many stereotype rules I wasn't in orchestra because because I feel like every person in Asia who's Asian would be an orchestra. I decided to do sports and I decided to take my passion first before 
academics and that truly like woke me up from my like deep thoughts because I felt like a lot of my choices are surrounded by like what were my what would Asian people see me as like a disappointment and stuff like that again I'm not gonna go into too much detail of that I feel like I've been talking for a very long time <laughs> but yeah that's it's kind of just like it's a very really it's a very harmful topic to talk about nowadays just because of with social media and just like the world itself now is so much different than when stereotyping was originally like I wouldn't say invented but like created I guess for these ethnicities these genders I feel like when you think of stereotyping you think of gender you don't think of genders as much but like genders are also a thing like females males um lesbians gay people and you know all that stuff so yeah that's it we're going to go into more detail about this later but we are now going to move into our episode and our episode is going to start out with how committed are we towards academics yes so for me personally and i think for both of us is that we are very committed to our academics like we will talk about this later in more detail but we are going into a full ib program and that is known to be very vigorous and hard so yeah we like to challenge ourselves when it comes to academics yeah so like as mar said we're both very committed and i just want to give a disclaimer out there we are not all we are both of us are not perfect people and when i feel like during this um, season, we're gonna when our audience is gonna hear that we're, they're gonna think that like we're really perfect. Like we have great grades, we have a, like straight A's in all our classes, and like we're just very organized people. And we just want to give the disclaimer out there to you guys to say that like we have bad days, we have grades that are not you know obviously perfect, and not every day for us is gonna look spectacular. I guess like it's. Not every day at school is like easy peasy for us, obviously. We're but it's I feel like that's just sets us apart from saying that we want we want a bright future for ourselves. So that I just want to give a disclaimer out there. If you're all hearing this, don't think that we have like perfect lives. Don't think that like we're in Einstein worthy brains. That's what I wanna say. So Yes, we are both committed to our academics. Uh, just like Maury said, we're going to go into more detail, but we both have committed to the IV program, which is the International Baccalaureate. I, I can't even say it to this day. Baccalaureate. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> uh, program. Uh, go search it on Google. It's a very good program. But yeah, we're just going to go into detail about that. But I would say we're both very committed towards academics just because we know what our goals in the future are going to be. So yeah, that's kind of how we stand with academics, which leads us to our next, oh, sorry, (laughs) which leads us to our next question is how do we feel about junior year with all this pandemic and coronavirus and stuff like that? So I've, Mari and I both committed to doing online school. I think it's just a safe decision for both of us obviously we want to keep six feet apart we want to social distance and it's not that I'm saying that I don't want I don't trust the school for like cleaning our services that we're going to be touching but I'm just saying for my 
personal beliefs. I want to make sure that I'm protecting as many people as possible while protecting myself. Obviously, some of our classes are going to be in cl- in person only, which I think is only our physics class, right? Uh, actually, I checked and it looks like it's online for except for some days. Okay, but I'm not okay. sure. And just keep in mind that we are recording this in the middle of July, and this will probably come out while we're in school. So mm. things will be a lot different when you're hearing this than what we're yeah. saying right now. Yeah, we just want to pre-record out there. I forgot about that. So yeah, I feel like junior year is going to be interesting just because I feel like it's the most important year of high school. But yeah, it's just going to be... It's going to be a roller coaster, let me just say. Yeah. And I'm kind of almost thankful that we have online school for our junior year because originally Michelle and I were going to have no off periods. It was going to be all just work. Yeah. Yeah. We have such a great advantage right now. And even though it's a disadvantage for a lot of people, but I'm thankful for that. But Mm -hmm. I'm also worried for this year because I feel like obviously it's going to be the most rigorous year Mm -hmm. and it will just SAT and everything going on will be interesting to find out. So we're just going to try to hold on through this roller coaster and get through it. And that leads us to our next conversation which is we're gonna explain and talk about our academic goals regarding GPA rank grades and SAT so for GPA starting off with that my goal for my GPA is to graduate with above a 4.4 plus I just feel like I want to have a good enough GPA because I want to try to aim to get into a good college but we will talk about colleges in another episode. So, yeah. Yeah, like Mari, uh, I definitely do want to end towards uh, for. I feel like we're both alike in so many aspects, like regarding school and regarding life, because we're literally like can think the same way. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> how, it's crazy how we're so re- like related through the mind. But yeah, like like Mari said, I do want to get a, like my goal is to get like a 4.4, 4.3 plus GPA just because I feel like it will make my life easier, obviously, to get into colleges that I've always dreamed of going into, getting into. And yeah, I'm not going to go into too much detail about GPA just because it's a really straightforward topic of saying like what your goal is. And that is my goal. And I just said it to the world. So yeah. Yes. So now we're going to talk about our rank goals. So for my personal rank goal, I for the class, I want to aim. It's a high goal, but high goals are good to have at some points, but not mm-hmm. too high either. But yeah, my goal is to be in the top 2%. So in our case, we have 1,800 people in our class. So that's yes. the top 30. It's a bit of a reach, but... I just want to have something to challenge myself with. Well, obviously I'm challenging, we're challenging ourselves with IV and everything, but it's, yeah. yeah, that's just it. Yeah. So for my rank, I definitely want to reach the top like 5%. Um, that's kind of my goal. And I rank is such a sensitive like topic to me just cause I always thought I always let enough, 
I don't know why. Like, in every aspect, I always let a number define who I am. And for the longest time, I was like, like, you could ask Mari. Like, I was so defined yeah. by my number, and I was just over it. And I was like, I wish, like, rank was a thing. But you know what? I, I've turned it to the positive note. And I was like, you know what? This is the moment where God gave me the opportunity to challenge myself, to see where how far I can push myself. And I, I'm... I'm thankful that I was given the opportunity to be in such a big high school and such a competitive high school to know what, how competitive and what life is like. So like given a rank, it's, I could see how it's really negative and I've challenged and I've, I have seen the impact and stuff like that. But in the end, like if you're taking rank to like a very serious aspect, don't just don't. I've seen, I've seen people who have, and I, I want to tell you personally, it's not a good scene. It's not something you should, like, I don't know how to explain this, but it's not something to brag about. Yeah, it just, it doesn't look good. Don't do it. If you're a person who likes to really ask around what your rank is, don't. To people who are listening to our podcast and haven't gotten their rank yet, and are, like, rank day, or when it comes out, my advice is just... If someone's talking about rank, just literally walk away. That is literally what I did when ranks came out my the day at our high school. I, I if I heard someone talking about ranks, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna like even if I scored, even if my rank was so high, I still wasn't in a comfortable position to talk about because it just felt like it just felt like you're really competing yourself against these people. Like I don't know how to explain it, but again, like if rank day comes and you're a person who it's very sensitive, like I am. Just literally give yourself the advantage and just walk away from the situation before it really takes a toll on you like it did to me. Yes. Best advice. And I just want to emphasize, like Michelle said, that a number, sh- it's really hard to not let ourselves be defined by a number because numbers literally appear in everything. And we should just try to not let it define you mm-hmm. and when it comes out if you haven't seen your rank yet or whatever just try not to get too affected by it because it's not it can it's change. not important yeah and it's not worth it like there's so many things that could define you that yeah. are not just a num- that number so now we're going to talk about our grade goals so for me my grade goals are to have a 95 plus in every class. I'm not a person that has straight 100s in every single class or 99s, but mm-hmm. I try to aim to stay above the 94-ish area and yeah. Yeah, so like I'm a per- so I let me explain my intelligence. I'm a person who thinks very logistically. If you're like me, I'm 100% thankful because I thought I was the only one, but I felt a lot of people were like me. So I'm a person who you give me a problem, like a real life situation, I can solve it in the snap of a fingers. I've always been, I wouldn't say I was always very bad in school, but I also wouldn't say like, I was like, 95s 99s and straight in all my classes obviously I had I have some B's I have some A's and to say the least I'm very proud of that I'm very proud to say that I'm a person who has A's and B's um just because from where I'm where I'm coming from is where I 
my intelligence isn't that high I would say like in school wise like I wasn't always a textbook girl I always I always like to have a real life situation per situation just because I've grown up in a family business I know how to I wouldn't say I know how to run a business myself obviously I have other things to learn but I'm saying like I'm a person who likes to I don't know how to explain it. like real life is how I learn the best but yeah I'm just gonna we're just gonna talk about how we study and stuff later but all I have to say is that my grades I just want to be like at most a 92 and up you know like that's a that's a goal I want I know it's like kind of low but in the end I'm just like I want I don't want to push myself to the brick and we're saying that like I'm studying 24 7 and stuff like that that's just not possible for my lifestyle and so yeah that it's okay to have lower goals than other people and I felt like I was really defined by that because I was always like I always had lower goals than other people and like lower numbers. Again, a number doesn't define you. I feel like that's a moral of this episode. If you take anything away from this episode, just take away that part where we say a number, it does not define you. Again, like going back to stereotyping, I feel like Asians are always considered smart. I was one of those that were a little underneath that, I would say the least. So we're going to move on to our next academic goal, which is going to be SAT. Uh, both Mari and I do want to score high SAT. Um, I would say mine was at least a 1400 and above. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I'm just going to be straightforward. I just want a 1400 and above and just to make my life easier when I do college applications. So yeah, that's my goal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We'll have an episode covering this, but for me, my goal is to have a fifteen hundred or above. If anything, a fourteen fifty and above. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to study hard this week, and we'll go into that more. And yeah, so now we're gonna move on to what are we doing to reach our goals. So personally, and both of us, we obviously study for whatever goal we are trying to get to, and we will drop our study routines and how we like to study in future episodes. I also like to prepare, and I like to have, both of us, we love to have a schedule. Oh my god, yes. I cannot emphasize that enough. Scheduling is Having a schedule, yeah, because then you know when you are going to complete something and you have to hold yourself accountable of completing that task. So I think that's a really important step to have. Also, we achieve our goals. I achieve my goals by just putting in the effort. You really have to put in the effort and not procrastinate and stay organized because especially when school starts, you're juggling a lot of different things like for example, like all the your different classes, and this year we have SAT and clubs. Michelle and I, yeah, we have like orchestra stuff and yeah. just a lot of things. Yeah. So you really want to make sure you're balancing everything, and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So like Mari said, we're both like people who like to have schedules and we like to be organized. Um, this year, I'm actually going to be involved in a lot of clubs. Uh, we'll also be still doing our podcast throughout the school year so that's also one of the things um I'm not heavily into orchestra as much as Mari is but I still do orchestra so that's also a task that I do um I do have some like 
position work in some of my clubs that I need to do. So that's going to take up a few like hours of my week and stuff like that. But again, I feel like being organized is something that keeps us both on task and on schedule to reaching our goals. One of the other things that I want to talk about is um, motivation. For the longest time, I lost motivation in seeing my goal. And I feel like that's a common thing. And I just like, I used to question myself, like, why am I, why am I doing this? Like, why, what's the purpose? And I found my purpose again by talking to Mari and by talking to my other friends and to asking them, like, what is your purpose of doing this? Like, why, why are you like this? Not why are you like this? Like, why are you trying to reach this goal? For the longest time, I was always, like, questioning, like, why was I doing this again, as I rephrased? And I realized that it's just because it's my passion. Like, my passion is to own my own business, own my own company, and just, like, help people out there. Like, Mari, like, and a lot of other people's, a lot of other people that I know. But, yeah, I feel like motivation is key to reaching your goals. And if you're you're losing motivation, I completely understand because I understand where you're coming from. I watched a lot of YouTube videos. That's how it helped me. I just kind of took a step back and looked back and said, you know what, I've reached so, I've reached, I've gone through so many milestones that like, why would I stop now? That's kind of how I looked into it. And yeah, a lot of YouTube videos are very motivational if you pick the right ones, if that makes any sense. I'll try to see if I can find any so we can link it on our Instagram when this episode comes out. So yeah, stay tuned to that. So we're going to move on to... Our next question, which is going to be, how rigorous are are our classes? So again, we're not going to go into too much detail about this, just because we're going to be discussing that all in our next episode about advanced classes. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But like Mari and I said, we're both in IB, which um, and obviously we had the choice of choosing if we wanted to have off period, which just means that we have a time frame that we're just going to have no class and we just spend it however we want. Mari and I both chose to not have one of those off periods. So that basically just means that our schedule is jam-packed. Along with that, we are also, um, these classes are also advanced. So I don't think there's one class that I'm not advanced in this year. And I'm not trying to brag or anything. I'm just saying that like those, that's just because how IB works for us and how our district works and stuff like that. But yeah, anyways, so how rigorous our classes is pretty rigorous, I would say, because it is an advanced class. We're trying to get as much college credit as possible. So yeah, that's just how I have to say, like, it's going to be kind of rigorous, but it's going to be worth it, I would say. Yes, that I don't really have anything to add to that. But for our next topic, we're going to talk about our thoughts on tutoring. So I think that it's very, if you feel like you need the help, for example, like in a concept or on a homework, I think it's a really good idea to go in for tutoring. I think I went in, the only class I've really gone in for before was for math, I think. Mm -hmm. And I don't go often, like I went like once this year. But I feel like you should definitely, I feel like they're like talking about stereotypes again. I feel like it's looked down upon to go to tutoring a lot if you're, oh yeah, because it makes you look dumb or something. But actually, it can be very beneficial and help you get like 
better at that concept. So I would recommend if you have that gut feeling inside of you, secretly inside of you, to go to ask the teacher for something, go for it. And for example, I had, or if you see a misconception in a grade or something, you should not be afraid to go talk to your teacher. Because this year, I had an English teacher, I mean last year, sophomore year, I had an English teacher who kept on messing up my grades for some reason. I don't know why, but I would just ask her about it. I would be like, hey, like, can I come in during tutoring and see what I got wrong so I can improve for next time? And then she would notice that she graded like the wrong answer key each time. So yeah, it just don't be afraid to go into tutoring because of the stereotype. Yeah. Just like Mari said, like, stereotyping is awesome. This is another aspect of how stereotyping is harmful. But my thoughts on tutoring is do what's best for you. Like Mari said, like, do what, what you need, what you need. Again, I just said the same thing. But, yeah, for me, I was um, a little, I was struggling in math. Like, we were both in Riga, but I was struggling in math for, like, the first semester just because I was really behind. And, again, I wasn't organized as I am now. Um. Yeah, so I just would go to a tutor, and you know what? Like, I never felt guilty. I was at the moment, I was like, you know what? If I need the help, I will get the help. Like, my parents can't afford to get a tutor for me, so I I just seeked help wherever I need it. And my teacher was so welcoming. She was like, yeah, like she literally was a hug and open arms. If that makes any sense, but yeah, like yes. tutoring is not a bad thing. I went to tutor for all my advanced classes. And I want to tutor for my pre-cal classes. Like, tutoring is not a bad thing. And like Mari said, and if you're, like, really, like, shy, email them first. That's what I did with my um, English teacher just because I never really knew her. And I was, like, a little imit- – I was a little scared, let me just say. But, yeah, I just emailed her first. And I was like, hey, is it okay if I stop by for tutoring tomorrow? And, like, I got to know her a little bit more each day every time I would go to tutoring and it's just on top of going to tutoring um, with your teacher, you're building a like teacher student bond. If that makes any sense, obviously you're not going to be like a student, a teacher's pet, which um, I highly encourage not to be just cause it doesn't really look good. I don't know. I've just never been a teacher's pet anyway, so I can't say for people who have been, but yeah. I just think that, like, having a teacher-student bond is better than just showing up to their classroom every day and just, like, you know, taking notes, being there. If that makes any sense, like, talk to your teachers. That's kind of my tip for going to tutoring, regardless if you need help or not. So, which leads us to our tips for reaching school goals. Uh, Like Mari said, make a schedule for yourself. Be organized as much as possible. Uh, I've seen Mari have like a calendar. You have a calendar, right? Like, yeah. So like, I got the calendar actually during the second semester of sophomore year, and I got it from Target. It was pretty cheap. It's like a whiteboard type of calendar. I put it above my desk, <sighs> and on the side, I blinked out for a second. But anyways, um, on the side of it, it has an, a space for you to write notes. So that's where I write my to-dos for the day. And on the calendar, I just am, I'm like a visual kind of person. So yeah, I like no, to both of look us up are. to my calendar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's, I would totally recommend getting a calendar if you're looking for a way to get more organized this year. 
and yeah and like mari and if you're like a person who likes to use technology like go ahead and use like your calendar on your phone i've seen a lot of my friends who use that and they said it's helpful for them again do whatever works for you with this whole organization thing um like mari and i we like to use calendars we like to so I like to send notifications of like, hey, you have a test today or something like that. And that just gives me that notification like, hey, I need to be a little more uh, focused today and I need to be a little more attentive and everything. So that's also a tip for reaching your school goals. Another one, just like I said, teacher and student bonding. You never know when you're going to need your teacher. Um, I had an incident in my ninth grade year that I really needed the support from my teachers just because I had a family issue going on and everything so that was really helpful that I I reached out to my teachers beforehand like before the incident happened and like started to connect with them just because it helped me go through the rough time that I was going through um on top of that I think we said organized and I said teachers bond but I also think that just being motivated is something to reaching your goals like i said you need to if you're not being motivated and you're just losing motivation suggest so like reading some books of motivation i've definitely been on pinterest and search up like school motivation quotes just to get back on track and like watching a lot of youtube videos also helped me so yeah that's my tips yeah i totally agree with michelle's tips and to add on to that one thing that has helped me a lot with reaching my school goals or staying on task is Khan Academy, especially for AP Bio last year in sophomore mm -hmm. year. Khan Academy is such a good resource and it's for free. If you're not using it yet, I don't believe you and you should go use it because it's so good and that's the way I kind of addressed my tutoring issues was that I went to con like 99% of the time. And yep. another, yeah. And another tip I have is um, just like I said before and how we've said before, stay organized, have a schedule or a planner because it will really help you to see what you have to do. For the day or for the week and you can just stay on top of everything and make sure to not let anything slide and continue to check your grades to see if you're missing any assignment or if you could improve on something yeah and that's basically on a wrap on that yeah and i, I just want to add a quick reminder saying that again numbers don't define you like mari said like while you're checking your grades just to check if you're missing anything don't stare at the numbers for so long and don't make if, if it starts to go through your head saying like you're not smart you're not you're stupid you're dumb like that's the moment where you need to get off that walk around or do something else rather than looking at that that's the moment when you were like okay i need to get off i need to refocus and focus on my goals rather than just letting the numbers define you where you are towards your goals if that makes any sense so yeah, I think that's a yes. wrap on this episode. Please make sure you yes. guys wear a mask and stay six feet apart. Again, coronavirus is really hitting its peak in the U.S. Just because a lot of people are choosing not to wear a mask and not trying to stay six feet apart. Please do. Please be cautious. Wash your hands. Stay safe, you guys. We want to make sure you guys stay safe and we want to give you a positive note on that. So yeah. 
Yes, we hope that you enjoyed listening to this first episode of the season. And stay tuned for our next episode where we we will be diving into the topic of advanced classes. So we hope that you have a great day and thank you so much for listening. Bye, Bye. guys.